0: Jewish Audio on Kabbad.org. Rambam Mishneh Torah, Perek Shiba, the Estim chapter 27. We're now getting into a whole new category of Shabbos law. Let me give an introduction. There's something called Tchum Shabbos, a Shabbos boundary. As long as a person is in a city, they can walk the whole city. There's no limit to how far a person can walk on Shabbos in the city. But once they leave the city limits and there's no more houses, then the halacha says that one may only walk a certain distance called tchum Shabbos. The boundary of Shabbos, what is that distance? So the rabbis ascertained that that distance is two 1,000 cubits, a cubit is about a foot and a half, about 3,000 feet to any direction. Which means, and I remember when we were in the uh, summer camps, or in the bungalow colonies, in the rural areas, you used to have to have markers. This is as far as you can go on Shabbos. 2,000 cubits, 3,000 feet is not that far. What's a mile is 5,000 something. So it's three-fifths of a mile. This law is based upon a verse in the Torah, Al ish a person should not leave his domain on the seventh day, but it's not really, according to most authorities, a Torah law. It's more of a rabbinic law based upon a teaching in the Torah. Although the Rambam Maimonides is going to suggest that it is a Torah law, and there's a lot of debate, it is or it isn't. Now, what happens if a person does go out of that, out of that area? What, what does he do? And the many, many scenarios which could occur. Aleph, If somebody goes beyond his city, Shabbos limit, which means beyond his 2,000 cubits, as we will learn, like uh, if there are witnesses who see him and warn him and he doesn't care, according to what the Rambam is saying, and this would have to be a a biblical transgression, he receives the lashes, because the verse says, don't leave your place, your domain in the seventh day. This place is the boundary of the city. Now, even based on this verse, does the Torah say how big the boundary is? The Torah didn't even give us a measure Our sages documented, they decided that from a perspective of strict halacha, we're talking 12 meal. A meal, we learned earlier, is about a kilometer. 12 kilometers. Why 12 kilometers? Because that's how big the camp of the Israelites was in the desert. In that case, we would interpret the verse as Moshe, our teacher, saying to the Jewish people, don't go outside your encampment. How big is that? 12 mile, 12 kilometers. That's from the biblical perspective if you view this as a biblical commandment. However, for him from the perspective of the rabbinic enactment, that a person should not Wander outside the city limit, ela adal payim past 2,000 cubits. Again, a cubit is about a foot and a half, 1.57 to be exact. So it's 3,000 or so feet. Abo chutzla payim going outside this chum Shabbos area, the 2,000 cubits, asur, it's forbidden. Where do we get the 2,000 cubits from? Shal payim It says in the Torah about the Levite land, that there were 2,000 cubits of pasture land, as brought down in the book of Bamidbar, chapter 35. So this is what we're talking about here as it relates to the 2,000 cubits Bays too, Nimsis Lamed, so we conclude Shemutalodan Bashabas has Kola cooler than on Shabbos a person can walk as far as he wants to in the city limits. You could walk from one end of Los Angeles to the other. People have walked from the city to the valley. It's a long, hot walk, but it's the city. I feel even if this city was as big as Ninve, which is the biblical city of the Jonah story. Whether this city is surrounded by a wall, or it's not, a city is a city. Now, once one leaves the city, one has the 2,000 cubits. 2,000 cubits, which direction? The answer is every direction. He has his point, his camp point, and from that camp point he can go every direction two thousand cubits. Mirubais, Kitablo Mirubas. So this becomes like a square tablet. And you have a diagram of two thousand cubits, but then we square it off. Kadeshi Nisker S. Hazobius. You do it squared off so that the furthest corners are also included. That's the benefit of squaring it off. It's not just east, west, north, south. It's east, west, north, south, and then you square it off. So it's actually more than that. If he goes more than 2,000 cubits out of his center, then he violates a rabbinic law. And if he does it intentionally, and he's warned, and he's witnessed, then there's the rabbinic stripes, that are given by decree of the court, from the point of 2,000 to 12 mil. But if he goes more than 12 mil, 12 kilometers, even one ama more, according to the perspective that this is a biblical violation, there's a biblical punishment again, which is under hot debate, but the Rambam seems to be leaning that way, Gimel. We learned earlier that if you go above 10 handbreadths, a handbreath we learned is 3.15 inches. You go up above 31.50. Uh, you, you go above 31.50 inches, which is like two and a half feet up. We learned earlier that it's not the public domain. You kind of escape the public domain. It's like flying below the radar. What if somebody walks outside the city limit, outside the 2,000 cubits, but he's higher than 10 handbreadths? How is he doing it? He walks on poles. He walks on planks. There's a way. So technically, for example, he jumps from pillar to pillar. Provided that each pillar does not have four by four handbreadths, cause it, like 12 by 12 inches. Because if it does, then it's a platform on its own. But if he walks pillar to pillar, smaller than a foot by a foot, then it, we're in doubt whether there is this whole law, whether the whole law applies higher than the 10 handbreadths. Or it doesn't apply at all, which might be a way out, provided there are these poles for him to jump from pillar to pillar. But if he walked on platforms that are four hand by four handbreadths, like a foot by a foot, he might as well be walking on the ground, and the prohibition applies. A person who spends Shabbos in a barn in the desert... A besar, a bimora, or in a corral, or in a cave. or okay, creates a more similar, Mishra Sayachet, a private domains in the middle of nowhere. So here he is, he has a private domain in the middle of nowhere. Mahal first of all, he can walk the whole barn, or the whole corral, or the whole cave. and then he can venture out of it, how far? 2,000 cubits in every direction, squared off, as we said earlier, in Diagram 1. So also, if somebody spends a Shabbos in an open valley... Even if he was sleeping when Shabbos came, shall he he didn't establish this as a residence because he wasn't awake? Still, he came out by a but the boy can still walk in every direction in a square two thousand cubits. If he's walking in a valley, he has no idea. Like I said, in camp, we used to pre-mark the point and we used to have signs. Shabbos. Danger, do not cross this line, you know. What if somebody didn't prepare himself? He has no idea how far he can go. What do you do? He says, Being that an Amah is about a foot and a half, you take 2,000 average steps. And you can assume that that's an Amah. That would be the Tchum Shabbos, so you count. And I remember there was times in these camp settings when we used to count. Hey, what if somebody walked his 2,000 cubits that he's entitled to walk outside the city limits? And he finishes, and where does he find himself? As they say back in French, voila! He has a barn, or he has a corral, or he has a cave. Or he's even in the city. But he had no idea he was coming to the city because we're going to soon learn that if he knew he was close to the city, that's a whole different ball game. <clears throat> but he had no idea, and he suddenly is in the city. <laughs> so does that now allow him to walk past the two thousand cubit mark in the corral, in the barn, in the cave, in the city? No. He has to stop at the edge of the 2,000 mark. We don't say that being that his 2,000 cubits came to an end in a private domain. What the heck? Keep going. Walk as far as you want. It's a private domain. We do not say that. When does this apply? When his 2,000 cubit line is in the middle of the cave or in the middle of the city avol, however if that private domain was swallowed up in his 2,000 cubits which means the whole cave or the whole city or the whole corral was in these 2,000 cubits even at the end of it Then the whole city, or the whole cave, or the whole corral, becomes, no matter how big it is, only four Amos. Which means he has free area, and it's only counted as four. And then he counts his 2,000 cubits as part of the rest, and there's a diagram. There's a thousand cubits from the place where he established his residency that Shabbos, <coughs> from his center, from his HQ, until this city, a mora, or this cave, and the whole city or the whole cave is only a thousand cubits or less. He walks the whole city or the whole cave. And he continues four Amas, minus, he continues another thousand Amas, minus four. Now look at the diagram. A village encompassed within a city's Sabbath limits. A to B is the periphery of the city. B is the beginning of the village. C is the end of the village. And then D is the beginning of the extra measure attached to the Shabbos limits. And E is the 996 cubits. And you have the other diagram as well, which shows some of these settings. Okay, Zion. But... If the city or the cave that he encountered within his measure has a thousand and one amos, then he can only go with the thousand because that's his two thousand point. If his measure of two thousand ends in the middle of a city, even though he may not walk past his two thousand, even in the middle of the city, but he can throw. He can throw something. somebody established his Shabbos in a valley, and Gentiles were kind enough to create a boundary around him. He can still only walk 2,000 cubits in every direction but within it he may throw as far as he wants to if it was encircled for the purpose of a dwelling now comes another law if somebody was traveling heading towards a city whether he was coming by sea or by dry land If he entered within the realm of 2,000 cubits distance from the city before Shabbos. And again, he was heading to the city. That was his goal. Even though he reached the city on Shabbos, not only may he go in, he can walk the whole city, The And he can go outside the city, 2,000 cubits in any direction like any other resident of the city. Of course, he had this city in his sights, and that's where he was heading, and it was within his 2,000 cubits. There's a, a, a note here referring to... An instance, or a classic instance, recorded in the Mishnah Erev in chapter 4, Mishnah 2, once when several rabbis were traveling together with Rabbi Gamliel on a ship. They had not reached port before the commencement of Shabbos. After the ship docked, the sages asked Rabbi Gamliel if they might disembark or not, because there's a problem with disembarking a ship on Shabbos. He assured them that they might, because at the commencement of the Shabbos, he had looked to see that they were within 2,000 cubits of the city, so he had his eyes on the city, that was his goal, and therefore, he was there. There's a lot to discuss about this example here, but that, this is not the setting for it. Okay. I believe we're at 10. Yud. medina. What if he was in the midst of journeying Towards a city. And he was sleeping on the road, and he woke up and it's Shabbos. Okshine when he woke up he found himself within the boundary. he may enter, he may travel the whole city of two thousand cubits in every direction. Why? We learned earlier that he can't. Because his goal, his eyesight, was, his intention was to go to the city. He established his residence for that Shabbos in the city, because that was where his focus was. How could you do that? Because he was within the 2,000 cubits, he was aware of it, and he wanted it. Unlike before, when he was not aware of it of What if he goes outside the limits? A Ama, even one cubit, he's at 2001. Law he may not enter the city, which is one cubit away. Because the four cubits that every person has free reign is from the place where he stands. <coughs> being that he leaves his <coughs> boundary, one Amor or more, he must be in his place. And he may only walk four Amas in every direction. Even though he's in the city within his four Amas, he can't somebody who encounters Shabbos outside the boundary even one Amma he can't enter it he can only have the 2,000 Amos in every direction and if his 2,000 Amos ended in the middle of the city he can still only go to the end of his boundary, as we said. What if he finds himself one foot outside the 2,000 cubits, one foot inside the 2,000 cubits? Then he has free reign. He's got one foot in the city. Go, knock yourself out. 12. Somebody who inadvertently moved outside of his 2,000 cubits. For example, Hostile Gentiles came in, or Gentiles came in and took him outside the limits. Or Ruach Ro, he went crazy. Temporary insanity, I think it means. He was overcome by an evil spirit. It's what we call temporary insanity. Aishashog viyotza, or he forgot and he left. He only has four cubits. What if he intentionally comes back? He still has only four cubits because he was out. If they forced him back, as if he never left. If they placed him in a private domain, such as the Gentiles placed him in a barn or, or in a cave or in a corral, a bi'irachadis or another city, being that he was forced to do that, he was placed there, he now takes on the residency of the entire city and goes everywhere. he inadvertently left to any of the above, and he remembered, then he can walk the whole thing because it was inadvertent. But Yatzah Chutzlachum L'Das thirteen. If he intentionally did that, even though he returned unintentionally, being that Gentiles brought him back forcibly, or he had he was overcome by a an evil spirit. a He was possessed by a dibuk. He needs, an, he needs to be exercised. Ain le'yela arba amas, he still has only four amas. Also, if he went out intentionally, afapishu b'shishu b'shishu t'shayoked, even though he's now in a private domain, such as a corral or a barn, ain le'yela arba amas, he still has only four cubits. Shabbos, if he leaves to the ocean, even though he's outside, he sets out on, on, on an ocean ver, uh, uh, journey, voyage. Even though he's outside the tchum, Mahal has called He can walk the whole boat because the boat becomes his domain. You doubt. If somebody leaves his Shabbos limits unintentionally, and He's surrounded by an enclosure on Shabbos. He can walk that entire enclosure. And here we have an enclosure that overlaps one's original Sabbath limits. A, a diagram. U'shlekiyeh As long as it's not more than two thousand cubits. If it's partially, being that he can walk the whole. Parameter, he can enter into so his chum, once he's in, it's as if he never left. Anyone regarding whom, Halacha says he cannot move outside of his four amas. What if he needs to relieve himself? And he's stuck, and there's no modest, sanitary place to relieve himself. He can go outside his six-foot perimeter, relieve himself, and then come back. So there is permissibility for that purpose. What if, as he goes to relieve himself, he's back in his original domain, being that he went back uh, inadvertently, it's as if he never left. As long as he didn't intentionally go out to begin with. But if his exit was intentional to begin with, even though he entered back unintentionally, he still has only his four amas, he cannot save that intentional departure from his tchum. Now we say, what if somebody journeys outside his boundary with the blessing of halacha? For example, Call me Shiyata Bishus Bezd. Somebody who leaves with the permission of the courts. A classical example is we learn in Gemara Sanhedrin about the importance of witnesses during the time that Mechachin Ayde during the time that Rosh Chodesh was proclaimed through the visual testimony of two witnesses. Witnesses could travel even on Shabbos, and they can travel any distance they have to, because of the urgency of this testimony. So, they have permission to do so. Witnesses come to testify, they saw the new moon. Another emergency where Halacha says you may travel outside your boundary once they get to their destination they are like everyone else they have 2,000 cubits around it if they're in the city they become like the residents of that city and it's interesting we learned that with regard to the new moon that many witnesses can depart for Jerusalem even though there could be in the end, a hundred witnesses who might have come. because each person has to assume that he's the only witness. Yud Zayin, if he went out of his boundary with blessing, with permission, and they told him, while he's journeying, they came and said to him, you're journeying for this mitzvah, which is an emergency. For example, this testimony. Or other emergencies. They tell him he gets a text. I'm just kidding. you know, I'll let a text on Shabbos. Mm-hmm. They tell him, nasis ha mitzvah The good deed that you are journeying for, is a done deal. It's already accomplished. So now he has no reason to journey anymore. So what, what happens now? He now has from the spot that he heard these words 2,000 cubits in every direction. And if part of this boundary from which he went out is within the 2,000 cubits which he has he goes back if he didn't leave. What if there were Kazakhs who attacked the Jewish community and he's going to save them and fight? He's going to protect the community? Which is a mitzvah on Shabbos? Or there's a river that's threatening to inundate a community and he went there to try and save them. Or there was a, an avalanche And he's trying to unearth people from the avalanche. Life and death. That's the purpose of his journey. And then they tell him, hey, done deal. It's over. Oh, I'm sorry, they succeed. From the point where they saved someone, they have 2,000 cubits in every direction. However... If they're going to say, listen, it's very nice that you're telling me that I should stay here on Friday night in the middle of nowhere, but it's a very dangerous terrain. What if idolaters are in control of this arena and he's in a dangerous territory? And he's afraid to stay there. Then these people... Can go back to their place on Shabbos, ubechli with their weapons, because of the danger of not doing so. End of 27.